Since the last time Whoa. we talked, it's has it been a week since we last talked? I don't like this tone that we're reaching. <laughs> <laughs> would, would it be keep it up for the whole episode? Would it, would it be better if I did it in key? <clears throat> did we just get back this week? Uh, Kenny, good morning. Yes, we'll Why just do this. We'll just do a bunch of Tuvan uh, throat singing for the for, for the intro from now on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for tuning in live. We're live right now. Goodstuff.fm slash live and uh, on Twitch. That's where we we stream. I think the really the, be- the best way say- to get it. Hmm? You can also say goodstuff.fm slash live. Right. Because we're living. Because we're living, and we've been live for 24 minutes now uh, over on (laughs) goodstuff.fm slash leave. Well, leave is is different. It's just, it's live, maybe. No. No. All right. Well, no. good. I'm I'm glad. Is that, I'm, is that I'm glad we, we agree. Kyle, is that is that the accent that you were hearing up in uh, in Alaska where you were? No, it wasn't. Uh, everyone just spoke snow for the most part. Just, it just fell out of their mouths. No. <laughs> yeah. It, it it instead of saying yes, uh, people said no. It was okay. really cold up there, Kenny. It was really cold. Um, Where'd you go? I, I went to Fairbanks. It's time to ask Kenny. I went to Fairbanks or not. I actually did. I, I ended up going to Fairbanks and okay. it was great. It was a wonderful time. A wondrous winter wonderland. Unfortunately, it's spring and it was still very, very, very cold. Uh, Unfortunately, it's it's not even spring yet, Kyle. We have another like week and a half. Seriously? Well, no, a week. We we sprung like 20th, forward. Twenty first. I thought. I thought with, with all the all these time changes. I'm just spring. I'm still. I'm so confused. So confused. The first day of spring is like the twenty first. Probably is. I just don't. I don't keep track anymore. It doesn't matter down here in Southern California. It's just spring all the time. We get three hundred and week. We get three hundred and eighty five days of summer, and it's just fine. <laughs> It's you great. get 20 extra days down there? <laughs> we do. We do. The calendars are a little <laughs> messed up, but um the the month of of some summuary is just summuary. Okay. Anyway, it was it was cold up there. I okay. uh got there on I'm Wednesday. Cold. No, no, no. No, no. no. Let's, let's, let's put a value on this. Let's actually rank your your coldness. Maybe our listeners will have a, have something to say about oh, Kyle thinks it's cold. 
it was eight degrees when we landed and uh with the f's eight degrees f's and uh it got up to i want to say like 29 when we were there so still freezing but it would Whatever. it would fluctuate it wasn't in the negatives or anything surprisingly though it also didn't snow um see i'm just focusing i'm i'm hyper, this is not a weather podcast but i'm hyper focused on the weather aspect of of my trip because it was so different i had to buy clothing that did the thing where it would like insulate me and keep me warm and take all of the the warm parts that i am generating with my 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 foods uh, and turn them into actual warmth for my body. Mm-hmm. I'm just not used to that. I'm used to just giving, you know, giving myself to the the environment and being one with with my surroundings. Literally the same temperature outside me <laughs> as inside. I was me. gonna say. I was gonna say you have been you have been dealing with like uh, the exact same temperature like year round for the last six seven years. And let me say. It was nice to have some sort of difference between the inside temperature of, of a uh, hotel or a restaurant, um, a bar, all those great places. No one had the windows open. No, no windows, <laughs> no bugs. And then you go outside and it's just and you can see your breath. And it was it was great. Um, but the whole reason we went up there was to try and catch the Aurora Borealis. And indeed, we did. Two nights in a row. Oh, cool. Um, I posted a couple of videos on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Kyle Broderick on Instagram. You can probably not see those anymore because they were they were one of those uh one of those Snapchatty kind of things. You, you hold the stories and they're only just there for 20, 24 hours. Cause you know, it's too permanent. You know, as a millennial, you can also as a delete them later. Well, you can, you can delete them later, but why, why? I don't want to, I don't want to take that extra effort. Uh, I, I just want them to disappear into the ether, just like the Aurora Borealis. There it goes. So is that, was that like a bucket list kind of thing that you wanted to check off? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I wanted, I, I wanted to, uh, go see the, the Northern Lights and indeed I did. Let me see if I can pull up some photos here, uh, for you to fully experience um, what that was like this is probably the the best example of that let me find a way to put this on the stream uh here oh, this, is this is great this is great uh, audio here kyle yeah i know they're gonna know. see the picture yeah i'm gonna what i'm gonna do is replace you what with the picture so I have so, to describe what I am then? Yes. I am the picture? Yes. Okay. Look at me. I am green and I am flowing in the sky. So this was taken actually on my uh, Pixel XL, Pixel 2 XL, whatever it was. This makes it's it look a, like you're actually, you actually took a video on a, uh, an old flip phone. <laughs> yeah, a Unfortunately, camera phone. Ye old camera you, phone like we used to have. Yeah, this doesn't. Why? Why did you make it a GIF? Why didn't you actually take a video? Now, see, um, mm, Google made the GIF, and the reason oh, I had I to see. the reason I had to do this was because this isn't what it looks like in real life. These are four second exposures, uh, 
over whatever. There's what five different in here. So this is like 30 seconds of of shooting and it 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 was it was like dancing in the sky. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Okay. All right. The the colors I sound so skeptical. Weave, weaving I, what, into what? each other. Did you, did is, you guys just go up like to look real at this, or did you this have is, like a a host to tell you why this was happening, or what 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 was the deal? No, um, this this particular uh, night was we were in the city still. Uh, you can see some of the the lights in the background and the the lights of a car pulling up on the right hand side uh, there at the end of the the looping video. Um, so we just drove out to this field kind of in the middle of nowhere and were able to to catch this uh it was kind of cloudy that that night and so we weren't sure if we would see anything but we figured hey let's just go out and see what we can find the next mm-hmm. night um let me let me put this back here move move that over the next night uh we actually went out to a place and in oh, it was like 30 miles south or so and let me pull that up and put okay. that back over there. Um, and I rented a camera and did some. You rented some, a camera? Yeah, did some night photography. Um, oh, that's cool. Because I didn't, I didn't, you know, mine. It's from like 2006 or something. It's a Sony. Uh, I didn't have a wide angle lens to to catch the whole sky. Um, so I rented rented a camera. We went out to the middle of nowhere. And I did some like 15 to 20 second exposures um, and produced these, this image, this wondrous image. Nice. So still green. Describe what's happening here. Still green. So, um, <laughs> lots getting, of stars. Lots of stars. Oh. Mm-hmm. And there's a, is that a cabin in the background there? Yeah. So there was a, a, a place where we could warm up in this zero degree weather. Um, in between waiting for the the lights to come out. The thing is, while you're waiting for for these northern lights, they come in these like 5 to 10 minute bursts. And we had a we downloaded an app specifically for tracking these things. Of course you did. Millennial. And it would it would yes, and it would send you a push notification saying like, "Hey, they're they're about to be outside. Go go look." And it was pretty accurate every time. Um so, highly recommended. I don't remember the name of the app. Aurora so, Kyle, Great. what you're telling me is you went on a uh, three to four day trip and nothing bad happened. Well, no. no I mean, bad, bad. Def- define bad. Define bad? How about not good? A bunch of not good things happened. Um, okay, we- let's hear it. Because, <laughs> Kyle, people... When people want to hear a story, they're like, okay, sure. tell, like, what did you like? Now, tell me all the bad stuff that happened to you because it's funny to me. Sure, badstuff.fm slash live. Um, we got there. It was cold. I think that's not really a bad thing. It just that's is not a, a thing. thing. Boo The car that we rented was a two-wheel drive, front-wheel drive, Nissan Maxima. And driving that on icy roads was yeah. very dangerous and probably the worst part of, of the entire trip. It got us where we needed to go, but 
not at all what I expected from a uh, place that knows that it's going to get snow and knows that the roads will literally be frozen for four months straight. Did you request a sedan? Yes. Why? Because it was available. Mm -mm. Nope. You hold out for that mini SUV or whatever and you get that. You get that four-wheel drive. But it, mm, even then, even then, four-wheel drive wouldn't have done it. I, I think it's the it's the tires, it's the snow tires, it's the weight of the vehicle. There were a whole bunch of different factors, I think. I've never which, driven. Which the, most the issue four-wheel drive vehicles are heavier and sure. have decent tires. Probably. Sure. We could have probably just picked up some people and thrown them in the back. And uh, maybe a moose. Just strap a moose to the top. One of those kind of things. But, yeah, it was just surprising to see that the they... Even let you rent that kind of thing. I'm sure it's fine in the summer when it's sunny year, you know, summer round. I wasn't going to say year round. So no, summer, in the round. summer, it only gets up to 10. No, it's it's a good like 60 to 70 degrees up there in the summer, which is which Global is really nice, warming. But, right, right, right. Anyway, I really enjoyed my trip. And Wait, uh, are you telling me that's the only bad thing that you guys accidentally got a car that wasn't that great? <laughs> Yeah, like nothing like you didn't meet like a, a, a weird stranger at the airport or you didn't when you were on the plane, like someone didn't spill their drink on you or that's so boring. What a boring trip. I mean, I, I met I met some polar bears. Yeah, uh, no, you didn't. It, well, no, I did. I, I'm right. See, I'm I'm over. I'm Kyle. I'm over here. I met a polar bear made of ice. Did you did you put makeup on for that photo? No, <laughs> it's Google. I blame Google for all of these things. All, Google all, is all totally of my airbrushing your face. Problems. Yes, it is. It it is actually airbrushing lots of my face. Uh, here's here is another photograph of uh oh no of me. That's me. With, hey, with hi! I was on your trip. I was in in my office. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me another another me with a polar oh, bear. Um. A polar bear made of ice. We went to uh, an ice park that that had some ice did things. Anybody, did anybody um, compliment you on your mustard-colored jacket? No, of course not. They don't have mustard no, out there. No, they, they were all revolted. They don't know, yeah, they don't know what mustard is. Uh, we went to a <laughs> hockey game. Um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, there Do you have any a, good food? I, I figured you I guys a lot would, of have, good food, would have been yeah. bragging about the food. Or the yeah, beer, maybe. Uh, I had some pretty good beer. Um, here, here's me, um, walking into an ice castle, um, in slow motion. Let me, let me get, get myself down here. Hi, yes, it's me. It's me. Hello. I'm, uh, getting ready to, yeah, it's a little slow. Who, who was that? <laughs> uh, it was probably me saying, saying hello. So as I as I slowly, okay. Well, that's this is that's, literally the most boring thing ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so that's let's, that's let's that's slow motion what I did. Kyle getting ready to slide, and then <laughs> just regular motion him going Listen, down the slide. I haven't I haven't edited this this properly yet. Um, <clears throat> I just had a great vacation. I'm so glad to be back. I'm so wondrously glad to be sharing some time with you this morning um 
How was your weekend? Was it cold? I was working all weekend. Great. Wonderful. It's a little quiet. Let's get that back. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Kenny, let's talk about some news then, huh? Oh, sure. These are today's headlines. What's going on? Hey, Kyle, you know, like, there's, there's, hey, Kyle, remember when, remember when there was Snapchat (laughs) spectacles and you remember when there was like Google Glass and, and now, you know, you're getting into like leap, what is it? Leap, leapfrog, leapfrog, I think is the, no, No, okay. Um, Smart leap, ah, smart, what is that? that? Smart glasses. Yeah, basically augmented reality glasses. Like that's okay. a, that's going to become a trend because VR goggles are just these big behemoths on your on your face and that's too obtrusive, right? We want to have glasses that just look like regular sunglasses that you wear on your face and it turns your world into something else. I mean, if we're talking that's about if we're talking about what we want, I think we want augmented reality probably in a, a contact lens. I have problems sticking my eyeball, my fingers into my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Your but eyeballs into your fingers? My, my, yes, yes. They as they reach out of my face and try and grab my finger and and pull it into my my eye. Ugh, um, ugh. I I feel like that would be ideal. That's what we want, or maybe we would want we want um like the 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 uh, Star Trek the holodeck. You okay here? Yeah, holodeck. Yeah, is, holodeck. Is the word. Holodeck. Holodeck. That's, that's what we want. But tell, tell me uh, what well, I'm supposed to want. What what do you want me to want? I want you to want Bose's augmented reality glasses that are using sound instead of sight. Then let that sink in a little bit. Sound instead of sight, but they're called glasses. So they're augmenting the sound that goes into my ears. So let me let me let me enlighten you here a little bit. Uh, okay. Audio company Ooh. Bose announced a project. It's calling Bose AR at this year's South by Southwest Festival, which Bose was this past R. weekend. I can't believe that you went to Alaska and not down to Austin. That's weird. Uh, it showed off a pair of prototype glasses that demonstrate what sound-based AR might look like and what it might feel like. The company plans to ship 10,000 of these glasses to developers and manufacturers this summer. So getting pretty close to that uh, with the intent of partnering with other eyewear companies. So I guess to make them look good, here's how they're going to work. Uh, the devices combine data from embedded motion sensors with GPS information from your phone, which they connect with via Bluetooth. The GPS detects where the user is, and the nine-axis sensor can determine which direction you're looking and moving. Uh, small focused speakers pipe sound toward the wearer's earers. I don't like the wear the wearer's the- wearer's ears. Wearer's ears. Wearer's ears. Uh, uh, you can hear audio from uh, like a few feet away at a very loud volume in an enclosed room, but then the sound was totally self-contained when you go outside. Uh, app developers can tag locations and trigger specific audio cues. So what you're doing is you are you are creating scenes with sound rather than sight. You're not creating a visual world. You're creating a soundscape based on your location, based on your GPS location, based huh. on the surroundings that are tagged around you. This sounds like, like they are glorified um, audio tour 
like headphones. Like when you go into right. a, a museum, which I did during my trip to uh, okay, Fairbanks, great. Alaska. Uh, we've heard enough. And you and you put and you put you put on the headphones, and they tell you about the thing that you're standing in front of. That kind of sounds like what it is. Why not just make them into like little earbuds or something? Why glasses? Why so, do, why does it even need this form factor? It needs. Well, I'm sure that what it all the sensors and all the stuff that's actually going on, it, it's probably a larger package than they can fit into. Like they'd have to have big can headphones like I'm wearing right now. Yeah. I'm going to replace uh, like I'm, over I'm, the ear. I'm replacing you with the, with the article that I'm looking at right now. So okay. we can get a, um, get a good look at what these are. And, you know, to, to force somebody to put on giant, you know, over the ear headphones for for the same uh effect that you could just get with something they wear on their ears or you know on their face i should say um now i will say great first step however this is only a half step um you gotta go up a full step they need Ah! to they need to partner with somebody who's doing visual ar Mm -hmm. and then they'll and then you'll have the complete package magically you'll have sound magically that's the name of the company (laughs) uh and then um, so you'll have the sound from Bose, right? With all this stuff that's happening, the soundscape stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have the visual component, which doesn't, you know, you don't need to actually add the sound from the visual component because you've got Bose working on that. Once you combine <sighs> the two, there you go. Then, I, then th- you're creating th- a is, complete package. The thing is, it's like, this is not a problem that, that we have. Like we have the problem of having you hear things when you're actually augmenting your your reality right when you're seeing something different and you're like whoa what's you know it doesn't feel real because you're not you're not immersing me in all the senses but right when you just take away the visual part and give me the auditory part it's it's like you're listening to something it, it you are just listening to something it's like a podcast in your ears why it, yeah this ugh. is this is weird i feel like bose they're probably developing the technology for the getting the uh, the spatial relation stuff, like getting that correct. Mm-hmm. And then and then what they'll probably do is, you know, develop this a little bit more and then turn this into, oh, you, no, it's just in your earbuds now. Now, why? It's just, it's just in your earbuds. Or it's just in your brain. It's, it's like contact lenses, but for your ears. Oh, okay. <laughs> Earbuds. <laughs> hey, hey, Bose. Let Kyle write your. Uh, why? Write no, your thing uh, hold, there. hold on. Why? Why are they not like bone conduction or whatever headphones? The ones that like touch your temples here, mm-hmm. and and pipe and like use your bones as as the speakers. You know, bones. Great question. They've changed their name to bones from bones, yeah, bones. to mm-hmm. bones. It just seems like a much better way to do it, because otherwise, when you're indoors and you hear people's augmented reality, you know, I guess maybe it's like the opposite of Google Glass. You know that they're recording you or you know that they're listening to something else or seeing something else. So you because you can hear it, too. It sounds anyway, I, <clears throat> I'm just trying to justify it after the fact. It still sounds real bad. Um, and I, I we need a, a more complete package. And Kenny, I did not want to go down to South by Southwest because I've been there before. And I, I don't need that in my life at all. I don't. Sorry. I like what's happening down there. I just, I think it's getting, it's almost getting too popular for its own good. 
It's a that, trade show. It, it's, it's like CES. They they have it started kind of flipping. And it does, nobody cares about this, but right. They used they used to do those talks and stuff. And I saw uh, Elon Musk there, and I saw um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and and all those folks. Um, mm-hmm. It was great, great when I went back in 2012 or whatever it was. Uh, just have no desire to now. I needed to get cold. Great. Can All we right, talk? Kong, I, move on to. Can we talk about one more? One more thing. I have a. I have an example here of. Um, Bones. Well, no, I went to a museum. You know, you remember when I said I, I went to a museum? <laughs> when I went to a museum, there was an an exhibit uh, at the museum that uh, tried to convert the EM data that was coming in from Aurora's into uh, audible sound. And so you'd walk into this, not instead of inaudible sound, you'd walk into this room and it would uh, display these these lights. And I'm trying to find the example of it now. Here it is. It would display these. I'm going to replace you. These lights. And then this this droning music that was a, a conversion of the EM data into sound data. I don't know how they mapped it, but you'd walk in and these subwoofers and 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 speakers were just overwhelming the senses and you could just sit there on on this bench that they had and look at these these blank walls. Now if the Bose headphones glasses could do this, maybe I'd be on board cuz it could drown out all of the other people and and other that sounds sen- dangerous senses. Well, you know, it's, it's both. This is great. While I'm driving, I'm listening to the Aurora Borealis here it's, in it's LA. Cr- oh, cr- there's a siren behind me. I didn't Mm-mm. see it or hear it. I I crashed and I have fallen into a ditch. It's kind of like the opposite of what Bose is trying to do in airplanes. Uh, and they're just piping the sound uh, of of droning and go crazy. ambient music uh, directly into your ears at all times. I think that's a great idea. Now, I, I was going to ask you that question. What did you do for uh, the flight? Did you did you have headphones? Did you have earbuds? Did you do the noise canceling? What's, what's your mode of operation on, on airplanes? On travel airplanes? These. As opposed to stationary airplanes? Uh, we're right. The ones that actually fly. Well, I, yeah. we had an article last week that we didn't cover where the world's largest airplane uh, debuted. And I was going to make the point that it's not an airplane until it flies, but it drove. A, it drove. It's the world's largest car. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm, I'm, I'm unsure about that. Um, Can you call it the world's used, largest taxi? Because that's what they said it was doing. They were taxiing. I wear these, these headphones that you see at, at goodstuff.fm slash live. What are they? ATH M50s. Okay. You need new ones. Uh, I think we've been saying that for the past three years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, what else is going on? Hey, Kyle, uh, Fitbit unveils Apple Watch clone and fitness tracker for kids. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, oh, the yeah. video yeah. is oh, auto-playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. CNN tech. Um, hmm. Hmm. Not what? a bad riff there. Ring, ding, ring, ding, ring, ring, ring. It's pretty uh, good. So, Kyle, Fitbit's latest trackers intend to lure more casual fitness fans and even kids. 
That's a weird way to say that. CNN to lure technology. kids. Yeah. yeah. Not, not great. I'll be honest. Not great. So before I even get dive into this article, I just want to say uh, Fitbit purchased like the uh, I don't want to say the rights to, but they kind of purchased the the team behind Pebble and not the team behind like Pebble, uh, the the actual design of the watch. It, the, what they wanted was the the IP. They wanted the user experience of the Pebble, and then they wanted to put that into you know the Fitbit package, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And yes. that was ooh, when was that? Two years ago, I think, or a year and a half ago. It was it was when, right whenever after, they shut them down. Yeah, it was right after Pebble, the Pebble Two Kickstarter, or the Pebble Two Time Kickstarter, or something like that. And color and screen, were, right? They had the circle one and, and, uh, yes. So, so they were, so Pebble was like, all right, we got the, we got a brand new product. It's going to look great. We're updating everything. And then they, and then everyone found out, oh, you're like $30 million in debt and you need a buyer. And nobody wants you. Except Fitbit, they wanted to look good. And that's what they're doing here. This, this amount of time later, uh, they're unveiling, uh, Fitbit Versa. So if you think you're a pebble, vice versa. It's the Versa. Uh, it's a smartwatch. I think, I, I, think I drove that Nissan car when I went to Fairbanks. Is that the... No, Maxima. Ah, right. Sorry. I get, I get them confused to the different yeah. car... car. Uh, you wear your types. car on your wrist. <laughs> you do, yeah. Uh-huh. Kyle, it's a smartwatch that is strikingly similar to the Apple Watch. Sure, CNN. And its first fitness tracker for kids is called the Ace. Fitbit Ace. All right, Ace. Like a 40s, 30s, and 40s fun name for people. Mm -hmm. Uh, At first glance, the new Versus square display and sleek aesthetic are a dead ringer for the Apple Watch, but Fitbit hopes its focus on health and fitness and its lower price point will be the key differentiators. Meanwhile, the uh, new Fitbit Ace tracker is $100, Kyle. Uh, It's designed for kids ages 8 and older. I don't know if I'd give an 8-year-old a $100 piece of tech. Uh, it's an interesting move for the company, actually, Kyle. Rather than playing catch up to category leaders like Apple, Fitbit intends to get ahead of the curve by marketing a tracker specifically towards kids. Now, let's let's find out what it's actually doing specifically for kids. It's nearly identical to the existing Alta tracker, and it tracks sleep, steps, and physical activity and intends to encourage children to stay active. The battery lasts for up to five days. What is the what is the tracker doing to encourage the children? I think that's the parents' job. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, yes, I think the money is supposed to be the encouragement, right? The the it's it's ye oldie problem of you buy the exercise equipment and you think that you're going to and that will force go go do it. Yeah, yeah. It's but it, it is a a fallacy of life that uh, <laughs> buying the thing is not doing the thing. So yeah, there we go. True. I'm I putting I yeah. put your uh, I, I replaced your face with the Versa. I apologize. Is it the car or the Fitbit? It's actually the car. Um, oh. It's <laughs> which has nothing to do with this this article, but I figure maybe you, you could be like a talking car, like those uh, those Chevron commercials. Oh, I, so I I got something to say about that. Okay. Um, I went back. to a, I had to uh, get some gas yesterday. I went to a Chevron, and the that specific Chevron had a car wash like um display where all the car washes that you could purchase mm-hmm. different different tiers of it 
And then they had that red car, the sports car. Uh, you remember from back in the day when when it was the sports car and like the wagon and they had, you know, different characters and stuff. And it was it was a picture of the red car, but it wasn't like the cartoon version. It wasn't like the the Chevron sanctioned version. It was like someone took a picture of the toy car and just pasted it onto this advertisement. Hmm. Okay. And it, I thought it was really fun because we had we had the red car, we had the wagon, uh, we had the four by four like Jeep thing. I don't remember that. That was good. Like sorry, them. just sorry, just figuring out how to ban someone from our chat room. Thanks uh, for tuning in. Okay, moving on here. I just want to I just want to cover what the what the Versa will actually do for you. And if if you're in the market for something other than an Apple Watch, which you know a lot of people are, I know I'm I'm sure that you're uh, not not necessarily in the market for anything right now. You're I don't have anything on my on my wrist. Mm-mm. Oh, you, you're without your withings. <laughs> I am. I am definitely without my withings at the moment. Um, I'm not sure what to do. I've I've mm. stopped pretty much all of my tracking. I am no longer tracking with um, the withings watch. I am no longer tracking what I eat with my fitness pal. Um. Pretty much, pretty much everything. I am just, I just don't. I don't know. I, I feel. I feel yeah, that's a bit it. Lost. That's all you gotta say. Yeah. Do you I, want? I, do you want to have a watch? Let's say it that way. Because at this point, if you're not, if you're not uh, when I, upgrading you know, to a smartwatch, mm, yeah, then it, I think you're taking a step back. You personally, I think that me, you are taking wow, a step back. This is a personal attack on me now. I'm Great. not attacking. <clears throat> I I think it's. I don't know. I was wearing gloves when we were when we were in the Arctic, and um, oh my gosh, it it got in the way a lot of the time. So that was that was kind of reason uh, reason one reason. Two Are you going to ever wear gloves in Irvine? Probably not. No. Okay, there you go, Kyle. Let me tell you about the uh, the Versa here. Uh, the new smartwatch has a heart rate monitor, built in payment capabilities. Uh, steps and workout training tracking sorry and it's waterproof so it can count your laps in the pool you know that thing that you do with the pool no you don't do that Uh, those are all features that are offered by the apple watch although it lacks a built-in gps and cellular cellular connection option which the uh the apple watch does or the series 3 does but i i don't i have a series one i don't care about cellular on my watch and and the Fitbit Versa, Kyle, two hundred dollars. You're already getting way less than an Apple Watch. Yeah, um, it's a solid option for fitness enthusiasts looking to add more smart, uh, smarts to tracking activities. But they're also this is also I think for the casual fitness market, like they were explaining earlier in the article, uh, it can it can record daily stats, sleep cycles, and specific workouts, and it can do you know like runs and cycling and yoga. And there's also stuff for uh, you know like health just health data in general it's it's going to be it's going to be the beginning of fitbit getting into not just not just fitness but you know overall health now um, this is the, all all this okay. is this is for folks who don't want to spring for the apple watch thinking that it's not in their price point they don't want an older apple watch for whatever reason um and they have the misconception that they 
are going to get in shape or that it's going to be a turning point in their life. And that is what that is what this is for. I, I feel like the the Apple Watch was probably the same for you, but it was not a fitness device, right? You didn't purchase the Apple Watch as a fitness device because you nope. wanted to go walk more or or track, track your steps step. more. No, I don't care. I I know our 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 mother, our collective mother, uh, enjoys using the Fitbit to get uh, those notifications. I can't remember the one she has. Heart rate, HR, something like that. I don't know. But she gets notifications on on her wrist for calls and text messages and stuff like that. And um, I feel like that's that that is so, like the reason to get one of these yeah. things. Well, that is the thing. That's the thing I like most about my Apple Watch is the the ability to interact with notifications from my wrist. I don't have to pull out my phone. Um, I can I can clear stuff. I can mark stuff as done. I can check calendar events. I can do all that stuff for my watch. That's great. It's it's just a you know quick thing. I can I can check the weather because the weather is so important to me. Not really, um, <laughs> but there is something that you pointed out about the Fitbit Versa, which might make you not want to buy it, Kyle. It's hmm. it's the the design of uh, <laughs> of this this default watch face the, with the overlapping numbers. Mm-hmm. What is this about? I don't know. I'm going to play the video again. Okay. I just had to, I had to go look at the article again to look at the default watch face. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. It does look like it's for a kid though. Like big bubbly numbers. Uh, maybe it's easy to read at a distance. That was one of the issues that I had. Yeah. Yeah. At a glance, I, I had, an issue with the um, with the whatever they're called on Apple Watch complications. They were complicated. Mm-hmm. Is is the point? Um, and trying to customize those to make them appear the way I wanted to um, mm-hmm. was not always easy. Uh, but this just doesn't look good. I just don't like the numbers squishing into each other, and they're different colors. It's like gray, white, gray, white. Ugh, ugh. It's awful. Is that? Is that Max back there? No, that's, Max. that's that's Chewy. Hey, Chewy, come here, come here. What cats? Come here. They're working. They're working behind the scenes here to uh, oh, make right, sure right, that right. that the audio is going smooth and getting out to the stream. Right. Okay. Uh, let me let me cover one last thing here, Kyle. This came out yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is uh, it's a calendar app on on the Mac App Store called Calendar Two. And it tried turning Max into cryptocurrency mining rigs swiftly and like, uh, uh, oh, hello. <laughs> but it was uh, swiftly rolled back uh, on the Mac App Store. The update kind of rolled back these these changes to the to the mining in the background kind of thing after after Apple caught wind, I suppose. And after all these reviews started coming in. Hey, wait a second. What's this about? Let me tell you. Cryptocurrency mining has become common among uh, certain apps, but the trend has infiltrated the Mac App Store. As noted by Ars Technica, the app Calendar 2 briefly and openly embraced crypto mining as an alternative to having users pay a subscription fee. Dot, dot, dot. Hello. Hello. The developer of the app, Cubix, says that Calendar mines the digital currency known as Monero. Essentially, users had the option between paying uh, 99 cents per month, a one-time upgrade fee of $18, 
Or you could allow Calendar oh. 2 to mine cryptocurrency in the background to unlock the, quote, advanced features of the app. Oh. What's happening over there? The cat is clawing my beard. Ow! <laughs> well, let me let me finish off this, this article here. Kyle, the rollout uh, of the feature did not go as planned, however. Yes. One major issue was that the mining would continue even if the user chose one of the other options. So if you if you decided, nah, I'll throw down the money. Too bad. They're gonna they're gonna mine anyway. Uh, furthermore, the miner was supposed to use oh the sorry, the miner was only supposed to use 10% to 20% of the user's Mac, but it was actually using much more than that. Yes. Uh, a user, a user, sorry, the founder of Cubix, not a user, but the founder of Cubix explained the issue. Uh, he says, in short, you can as you can imagine, these two bugs caused issues. Yeah, bugs. It's actually a feature. Uh, it caused issues for yeah. many of our own users. We've got a lot of messages saying, I love your app and use it for many years, but this is kicking my computer in overdrive. Please fix it ASAP. Uh, so shortly after ours published the initial story, um, they backtracked on the idea completely and they decided, ah, we'll, we'll just take out the cryptocurrency. Let's just make UPIs pay regular money. Um, so for, the, for this yeah. thing. Well, and the, the problem, the problem was apparently that they had included this company's uh, like mining features without knowing what the code did. It was all, you know, closed source proprietary stuff that they injected into their app saying like, eh, may as well, may as well try it. Right. And I think it's, a- I don't think that's the case. I think <sighs> that they knowingly did stuff. And um, when, when their users decided, uh, I don't like this. Then they had, to, when they publicly said that, then they said, okay, maybe we shouldn't do this. Well, and it's it's sort of like the the whole, you know, no no press is bad press, I guess. Um, even even yeah, though... Yeah, imagine how many views they got on their app now. Right. They're in the Mac app store, right? And they're called, what, Calendar 2? That's not a... It, they've got to be buried in the Mac app store and no, I don't Google, so. Google search when results. When you search for Calendar, when you search for Calendar, it's going to come up. It's, it's the first name of the app. Maybe, maybe it is. I, I think Here, it's, you know what? Let's it's, test. it's just app based on downloads store. though, right? I mean, it's not, anyway, it, it doesn't matter. This is getting them calendar, some sort of press. And it's also, I, I think it just, you have to think about people can include these app developers can include whatever they want. And you, especially for like a calendar app, you probably have to allow usage right when you install it. Right. You've got to say, yes, you can, you know, send me notifications. Yes, you can do all this other stuff. Um, I I think we're going to see more people doing this. I think we are going to see more folks using. Well, and maybe not making it visible either, like using more computing power, especially for for stuff like like viruses or ransomware or things like that, where it's like. You don't even know that it's there. It's just in the background, sucking the life out of your computer, like the SETI stuff, right? Something that's running in the background in perpetuity, and it's sending those those bits, those crypto mining whatchama habits over to somebody else. Whatchama habit? Have you ever? I've tried the whatchama habit. It's a good chocolate bar. It's a good bar. Um, yeah. How many? How many uh, ingredients in the whatchama habit? Six. Six ingredients, like it takes six, called the Watchman yeah, Habit. It's okay. It's dish soap, 
Uh, <laughs> Why does it start at dish soap? That's usually the first ingredient. Oh, usually the first glass. ingredient is the most important one. Kenny. Iguana blood. Speaking of, gosh, that's weird. Uh, speaking Ice. of things that you can eat. And um, Teflon. Oh, boy. That is, I feel like that's more than six. Is that more? No, I was counting on my hands. We will, we will eat food. We will, we will eat food. That's right, Kenny. It's time for a round of what do we even call this? Food. I don't. I have no idea what you're doing. Food time. Food time. Stadium food. Um. <clears throat> it's spring training in okay. baseball land right now and i've got a list here from azcentral.com and they have a bunch of arizona spring training baseball foods for us to look at okay it's, sounds sounds good I, I haven't eaten breakfast this, this morning so I, i'm i'm hungry get and ready show me something that i can make in the kitchen in the kitchen, in your kitchen right now. No, actually, you need to take a plane down to Arizona, and all the all the way to where Dakota. do I put it? Um, I take it down there. Where do I put it? You put it in your mouth, the, not oh. the plane. Don't put the plane in your mouth. Put the food. Plane that food. You, you get uh, the plane food is bad. When I was on the plane, is anyway. <clears throat> Kenny, the bracho. It's the bracho. Mm-hmm. Can I point out that this sounds like it's nachos in a bra? That wouldn't be bad because you'd get like two for the for the price of one, right? <laughs> one one is one is chips and one is dip. Okay, it doesn't sound like a great vessel for liquid cheese, though. If I if, <laughs> if like carry it out, if I'm being if I'm being honest, um, the bracho <laughs> is actually fried kettle chips smothered in nacho cheese and topped with bratwurst slices. I don't I don't know if you can call kettle chips nachos. I think that's kind of sacrosanct. And they have to be tortilla then is what you're saying. Correct. That's kind of the whole point. Like do kettle hmm. chips hold do they hmm. hold their form uh, among among the weight of cheese and toppings? Yes, cuz they are they are d- deep fried thick cut kettle chips. No, nah, they sog up. Come on. Mm-hmm. We okay. all know that. I'm okay with sog too, because you got the, the brat, you got the snap of the bratwurst slices right on top. It's a snap, not a crisp. This is at uh, Maryvale Baseball Park, the home of your Milwaukee Brewers. Okay, so go go enjoy that. They also have uh, fried <laughs> fried white cheddar cheese curds, uh, Wisconsin Friday fish fry. And everything's just fried that's, over there yeah, in, that's, uh, in Milwaukee. Y- yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Seems like it. Um, let me find another one here. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The Jim Bean bourbon dog topped with hickory smoked pulled pork, house made Jim Beam infused barbecue sauce and fried onion straws. Okay. So uh, the uh, the barbecue hot dog equivalent of like a barbecue pulled pork sandwich burger thing pretty much yeah yeah and this is at uh sloan park 
What's Slo- who who are who are the who are the team players who play at Sloan? Mm, Chicago Cubs. Open since no, 2014, which I've which I've never no, seen. Sloan Park is not the Cubs, Kyle. That's Wrigley Field. Oh boy. Hey, you know we're talking about um spring training, right? Arizona. Oh, spring training. Oh, that's right. Okay. So all the all the all the teams, all the teams are down there where it's hot. Not where it's cold, where I went during my vacation. Boo, 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 boo. They also have something called Carvery Cart. It's a tri-tip marinated in pineapple soy sauce, served on a Chicago-style hoagie with horseradish aioli. I will take that. Two, mm-hmm. please, actually. Mm-hmm. Two of them. I think that might be a, a bad idea, but... I'll share one with you. Fair. I'm okay with that. All right, that means you have to bring me with you if you go to spring training. Uh, surprise, it's a place in Arizona with the stadium. Mm-hmm. It's uh-huh. the home, it's the, it's the home of, uh, what are these? Texas and, uh, Kansas City Royals. They've Wait, got, a. Did you, did you just call hmm? the Texas Rangers just Texas? Just yeah, just the, Texas. The, te- the Texas. <laughs> Couldn't think of the name. Couldn't think of the name of the team because nobody cares. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, Houston Astros, mm-hmm. yeah, Texas Rangers. This one is about to be, uh, boy, you shouldn't eat this in the morning. You shouldn't eat this. In the, you should never eat this one. It's called a high heat dog. High heat dog. High heat hot dog topped with sriracha infused ketchup, uh, caribe pepper mustard. I don't know what caribe is, but it's probably hot. I would assume some sort of pepper and jalapeno relish. I'm going to search for Caribe. Okay. Don't know, don't so know what it this is. This is the uh, Venezuelan TV series. That's probably not it. I like that. Uh, this is the uh, the trip to the bathroom dog. <laughs> In the seventh inning, it's the, it's your seventh inning stretch, uh, but you aren't stretching your body. Mm hmm. Um, you could also, as I scroll through this. Uh, collection of dishes. They've got the Dodger dog at Camelback Ranch. You know, mm, how boring. Mm. Yeah, not great. They have 18 inch pizza slices. What? And uh, something called the walk off waffle at Salt walk River Fields. Waffle. They are buffalo chicken bites topped with coleslaw and blue cheese crumbles stuffed into a sweetened waffle cone. Like an actual ice cream waffle cone. Okay, I don't know about the, I don't know about the the blue cheese crumble on this on this concoction here. They're trying to balance the sweet and the heat and the stink and the shrink. Mm. Uh, I the waffle is kind of there to to cut the heat, isn't it? I think the slaw, the coleslaw, is there to cut yeah. the heat and the blue cheese because you, you serve doing. Well, the blue the blue cheese and buffalo is a, a, a very well known pairing. Yeah, but you're putting coleslaw in between them. What's that about? I feel like you're you're mixing something that shouldn't be mixed. I just don't think I want to have an ice cream cone filled with coleslaw at a baseball stadium. Now I, feel I like had that's, a waffle that's, cone. That's, I had a waffle cone uh, stuffed with stuffed with, but it was it was uh, whiskey bourbon infused syrup covered chicken. Fried chicken. Mm-hmm. So I remember it was, this. It was chicken and waffles. It was like chicken mm-hmm. and waffle cone. 
is uh-huh. what it was. Uh-huh. It was one of the most glorious foods I've ever had. I think adding coleslaw and blue cheese crumbles to that concoction would just mess it up. Also really messy, I'm sure. I just don't. What about this one? What about okay. this one, Kenny? The Ghost and the Darkness. It's a half pound Angus burger topped with ghost peppers, pepper aioli sauce, and ghost jack cheese. Yeah, I'll just eat that on the toilet. <laughs> just, just, you'll just, just stay like, in the restroom. Serve it to me. Serve it Wonderful. to me in the bathroom. I'll be right uh-huh. there. Uh huh. You could. Uh, how, wa- how could you? <laughs> you could just wash that down with pig and potato, a half pound of golden French fries smothered in nacho cheese sauce, smoked bacon, maple syrup, sriracha sauce, and sour cream. Hey. When I go to a baseball stadium, I don't want diarrhea. <laughs> I want like food that I can eat and stay in my seat and not have to feel the urge immediately in in the fourth inning. I don't want to feel the earth give way under my under, under my butt because listen, this 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 show diverges to to number 2s very quickly. But Exactly. It, it it is it is just unreasonable to expect even if you ate this in the 8th inning. The second that you get in your car, the second that you get in your car to leave the ballpark and to make your way out of the stadium, you have you and I have experienced this firsthand. It takes it could take up to like 3 hours to get out of a stadium sometimes. If it's real yeah. bad and there's a a blockage and you don't have a blockage. You are in trouble. Absolutely. I would I would run out of my car and leave my car there in front of everyone if I had to. You're the blockage. I am. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I understand. Also, they totally wouldn't serve it in the eighth inning. By that point, they, all the shops have closed. So you think what so? they're doing is that they're selling they, they're selling these foods, right? Uh, when people enter the stadium, you know, maybe an hour, half an hour before the game starts and, <laughs> and you're munching it's, on the it's, food. It's and, even and before like, it's before the cutoff for, for the alcohol. Like, uh-uh, right. uh, uh-uh, no, can't serve you anymore. Cause you're going to go barfing. Yeah. And they're like, play ball. And you go, I ain't got to get out of here. <laughs> and you uh-huh. miss the entire game because now <laughs> you're searching in a, in a wild, sweaty hunt of of, of a bathroom that's, that's not occupied. Listen, and and it's this it's this torturous, uh, you know, like you're you're searching through a maelstrom of of sweaty people in Arizona, mm-hmm. and everybody is everybody smells like what was that last food called? The war pig. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Hot hot liquid lava. <laughs> You know, it's like it's like uh, crawling through a battlefield, and and you finally land on the the dirtiest toilet in the stadium, and you're just like, I whatever, let's do this. Who cares? At this point, really, it doesn't yeah. matter. Welcome all. to spring training. Good, very good. The, the the nice part about those stadiums there in Arizona is that they're real small, so it's easy to kind of you know go around the the entire stadium. Yeah, uh, and find one that's available to you. I would, I would, uh, <laughs> I would run out on the field, have the security tackle me, 
take me into holding because I know they got a good bathroom back there. <laughs> Strip down to your skivvies uh, just because, <laughs> you know, it'll skip a few steps and you'll be you'll be fine. That's a great idea. Good Second thing that, uh, base has some skid marks on it. Uh, that's it. I'll give you I'll give you that one. Um, Kenny, that's it. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this Let's up because <laughs> the rest of the show Good will just morning. end up. This, the rest of the show will just be uh, number twos because that's we're stuck in it now. We're we're deep, 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 deep. Oh. The, bur- the burn lasts for a while. Uh, you can also go to goodstuff.fm/slash/morningshow and listen to some of our other episodes that uh, hopefully are a little little less uh, number two adjacent. You can also check out some of the other great shows at goodstuff.fm, like our brand new show today's special. It is a uh, it's a podcast, <laughs> believe it or not, oh. where we uh, talk about the National Food Day, since we don't do that here anymore. So if you need more morning show type stuff in your life, that's where you go. Uh, we could also use some some uh, reviews on that show over at Apple Podcasts. And for this one, I mean, if, if we're being honest, we could really, really use that. Uh, that's it. We'll be back again next week. Until then, bye. Yeah, it'll be the first day of spring, Kyle. Bye.